Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm very, very sorry. I know I promised you some information about Hillary Clinton. Everyone understands that leaks need to stop. Okay, I just want to know what am I on the hook for legally, given the recent disclosures. I'm all over the news. Wait, why do you have a birdcage with you? I'm very smart, and I'm annoyed by this. Hey, Trumpcast listeners, Jason here, producer of the show, and I'm not your host for today. No, no, not your host, but you can consider me your guide, a spiritual guide that will lead you from one auditory landscape to another, because today we're trying something a little different. Three sketches. Three sketches that will serve as a Memorial Day weekend pick-me-up of sorts. Longtime listeners of Trumpcast know that we collaborate with three excellent improvisers, Steve Waltine, Asher Perlman, and Kate James. Between the three of them, we tend to end up with more material than we can put into a week's worth of episodes. So lucky you, I'm stringing a few of them together right here. And I want to jump right in with the first. If you recall, just over a week ago, the Senate Judiciary released testimony surrounding the notorious Trump Tower meeting from June 2016. Much like the emails Don Jr. preemptively released last year to the New York Times about that meeting, Jr. has also released his full transcript to Trumpcast about the day's events to set the record straight. So let's take a listen. To avoid any further confusion, Don Jr. has released a complete transcript of the Trump Tower meeting from June of 2016. What you're about to hear is that complete transcript. Veselnitskaya. Thank you all for coming today. I'd like to start with an apology, I think. I'm very, very sorry. I know I promised you some information about Hillary Clinton, but I don't have any. I guess I lost it. This is probably just a waste of all of your time. Manafort, I'm annoyed. Kushner, this is sure annoying. Don Trump Jr., I'm very smart and I'm annoyed by this. Veselnitskaya, yes, I'm so, so sorry. This is really just a waste of your time. Kushner. Well, does anyone want a bagel? Stage direction. 18 minutes of silence. End. And sticking to the release of this testimony, Don Jr. has been all over the news for the past few weeks, and he wants to know why. What did he do wrong? What is he on the hook for? To find out, Don Jr. had to go ask his lawyer. Sorry, I'm late. I had trouble finding the room. Oh, no problem. Hey, Don Jr., come on in. Hi. Let's talk about this. Everyone's on on TV talking about me. Yeah, I've been watching it. So as your lawyer, I think it's important that we sort of go through um, what you might be looking at, given given what's come to light recently. Yeah. Okay, so I have a copy of... These candies on your desk for anybody? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want a red one. I don't think there are any red ones in there, but um, 
Um, I, I can send out for some, but I, I really want to go uh, go over this um, this thing I found in the, the penal code. Okay. Okay. I just want to know what am I on the hook for legally? You know, given the recent disclosures, I'm all over the news. Okay. Yeah. So I found something. I've been combing through it in the penal code. This is um, subsection 14, header B. You could be charged at this point with, with bell perjury. What? Well, yes, but. In addition, you could be charged with being a fucking idiot. What? Turns that's... out you're criminally stupid. Are you my lawyer or what? Because that's not the kind of thing you say to somebody when that's your lawyer. Yeah, I am your lawyer, and I'm trying to give you legal advice here. And as, as your lawyer, it's important for me to tell you what you may be facing. And right now, I mean, think about all the things you've done, okay? You say you, you, you don't know anything about the meaning. Then I you... don't know anything about the meaning. But then you do know things. Well, I do know some things about the meeting. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's an, a, a really obvious contradiction. Okay, well, so it is. So you said it was about Russian adoptions. Okay. Yeah, it was about Russian adoptions. Okay, and then now we know that you knew that it was about dirt on Hillary. Well, oh yeah, okay. So it was about dirt on Hillary. Yeah, it can't be about both of those things. No, it can't. So you're my lawyer. Fix it. I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying to give you good, sound legal advice. Okay. I mean, we now know that you made. Don't a- give me sound legal advice. Give me a visual. Two. Okay, I'm hold. I'll hold up the the sheet so you can see it. Okay, I'm gonna draw a diagram for you. Okay. Okay. So after the meeting, you made a phone call. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you called a blocked number. Yeah, my dad. What? You just said no. What? You okay? Is that really who it was? What are you talking about? You told Congress that you didn't know who that call was to. No, I don't. You just said it was your dad. Okay, it was my dad, but, but that's like a whisper thing. This is, first of all, you only whispered it the second time. Second of all, that's the kind of thing that you should tell me so I can prepare for. But third of all, this is just further proof that you're totally stupid. This is attorney lying privilege. It's what? Attorney lying privilege. That's not the phrase. Yeah, attorney lying privilege when you lie with the help of your attorney. No, that's... And you're privileged? You know the, you know the phrase, so stupid it's a crime? Yeah. You, that's not just a saying. That's codified here in U.S. law. Sounds pretty codified to me. We both know what that means. I'm pretty sure. Let's say it on the count of three. I want to hear you say it. Yeah. I'm going to take four more of these candies and I'm going to go. There's still no red ones in there. Figure it out. I'm going to. We have one last sketch today. On Friday, after weeks of talks, the Trump administration told lawmakers it had reached a deal to keep the Chinese telecom firm ZTE alive. That's the Chinese company which was recently banned from buying American technology components as punishment for violating U.S. sanctions against Iran and North Korea. A penalty that surely would have put the company out of business. But there's a deal now, and that has to have this Trump supporter over the moon. Welcome back to CNN. I'm here with Andy, a Trump supporter, to talk to him about whether or not he still supports the president. Because if there's one thing that's lacking in the world, it's profiles of Trump supporters. So, Andy, tell me, do you still support the president and why? I I love the president. I voted for him uh, in November. I think he uh, talks tough. He says what he means. And uh, to me, that's what this country needs. We needed a change. And so he supports a lot of the issues that uh, I support, and I think he's taken action. Okay, great. And Andy, when you speak of the issues that are important to you, let's delve into those. What issues are important to Andy? 
well, I, I, I like the way he's talking tough, you know, with North Korea and things. That's pretty nice. Um, but to me, it, it all comes down to jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, laid off from my job two years ago when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. And so I know the pain uh, that that causes in my family. And I can just, I can only imagine what it feels like um, for Chinese workers from ZTE. I'm sorry, Andy, are, are you saying that you're concerned about the Chinese employees? I think when I vote, I think about a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, um, but my number one concern, I think probably is job, Chinese jobs, jo- oh, okay. jobs, but chi- specifically Chinese jobs, oh, okay. you know, because ZTE is the biggest cell phone manufacturer in China. I don't know if you knew that. And so because of the uh, sanctions that the president put in place about Iran, and they, they're pretty much going out of business now. So we got to help those uh, those folks out. Now, Andy, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you are still unemployed. Is that right? That's right. Still unemployed, still looking for a job. And so when I imagine people like me over in China also looking for a job, you know, that breaks my heart. And we need to help those people first and foremost. That's what America First is all about. Andy, you said America First. Now, I think a lot of people listening to this might expect you to therefore think that American jobs are the primary concern. Yeah, I think we should take care of those as soon as we get those Chinese jobs fixed. Okay. Well, thanks, Andy. Thanks for sitting down with me. Make, make, make America great again. Make America great again. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll be right back. So that caps off this mini holiday weekend bonus episode. All of those sketches were improvised in our Brooklyn studio by Steve Waltine and Asher Perlman of The Opposition with Jordan Klepper. If you want to catch them live, and trust me, you do, they'll both be at our live show alongside Kate James on May 30th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Some tickets are still available at slate.com live. Michael Avenatti, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, will also be there to chat with Jacob Weisberg, Virginia Heffernan, and Jamel Bowie. So you don't want to miss it. Go get tickets at slate.com live. And while you have that browser window open, go follow us on Twitter, at RealTrumpCast. It's the easiest way to keep up with the show and communicate with us, or at least with me. So give us a follow and say something nice while you're at it. I swear I'll say hello back when we return next week with a full slate of new shows. Until then, I'm Jason DeLeon, and thanks for listening to TrumpCast. Trumpcast.